Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, that guy who's still here, I'll be here a while, I'm not going nowhere, John Wayne, that's right, here I am, back in the the library of evil, nestled in the east wing of Wayne Manor, where I have been holed up all this quarantine time, as I'm sure everyone out there has uh, uh, similarly been uh sequestered to their own manners of their own last names and such um but that's where we are we're here and we're here for another episode thank you guys for joining me again this week if you're new to the show i i appreciate you checking it out um you know i usually by now i would have probably met so many hundreds maybe upwards of a thousand new people uh if i had been able to do the traveling that uh, i was scheduled to do all this time but uh, you know, that's how it is, so I, I'm happy to have everybody here that's listening, and I appreciate you guys so, so much. As you know me, I'm here. I've got my nice, uh, heaping cup of coffee and my drink coffee Hail Satan 15-ounce Big Bad Boy mug. Uh, thank you, Alicia and Chris, again for that. I know I keep shouting it out, but I, I just have to. I love this mug, and I love them. Uh, I've got a nice cold Topo Chico here. If you're a Topo Chico person, they're doing a little, you know, maybe a little bit of, I don't know if this is, uh, intentional or not, but some nice levity it adds a nice little touch to your day. They've changed up the, the, uh, label a little bit and they've done that before you know but you get a you know you get a 12 pack and maybe four of the labels are different and i think that's fun um amidst this all this chaos you got to find those small things and uh oh oh baby don't you worry about old uncle johnny wayne here because i've got the bottle bong with me and it is loaded to the top of this bowl it's freshly been cleaned the stem is so nice and it is just ready for those ultra hits like this Mmm, good gravy, that's good. So, I've got Grandpappy's Medicine, Bottle Bong is here, of course, uh, brought to you by Bottle Bong. You know, we're not really sponsored by them, but I'm putting it out there, so if, if Bottle Bong wants to reach out to me, you know you know where to find me, uh, and I already know where to find you. So, anyway, thank you guys for being here. Uh, it's been a, you know, it's been a pretty good week as far as weeks in quarantine go. Uh, before we get started into my week, I just want to give a huge, tremendously awesome-filled love bomb of a shout-out to all of my Patreon supporters. Uh, guys, I could not, I, I, it just amazes me. I've still been able to grow my Patreon uh, in this this situation that we're in, and I, I thank you so much. It, it means the most uh, of anything to me. I, I, it just blows me away and I appreciate that support so, so much. If you'd like to, uh, maybe throw me some support, check out my Patreon guys. It's uh, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And, uh, get on there and just, there's different tiers where I offer different, uh, goodies that I send out to you every month. You get something, uh, from me as well. Plus I've been sending out, uh, sporadic random, uh, just snail mail, messages to my my followers with stickers and all kinds of good stuff in there my followers i mean my patreon supporters so i try to i try to take care of it's important to me because to do everything i can because i i appreciate it so much and i don't want to let anybody down that's supporting me um also what you get if you join any tier on the um on my patreon is my other weekly podcast the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast where i talk to uh all of the Find wonderful people that I, I've met throughout the past couple of years on the road and people I've known for many, many years. All the people in my life that I talk about on this show, I'm bringing into the Awesome Dude for Life podcast to talk to them and, and kind of introduce uh, you guys to, to them. And, um, you know, and, and as I've been doing the last few weeks, uh, I've been putting um, part of this week's Awesome Dude for Life episode into the John Wayne Lied to episode so that you can get a little taste of it and, and, and uh, kind of check out those people that I'm talking to if you want to follow them further. And if you'd like to, you know, jump over and hear the whole episode, you just go on a Patreon, any any category, any tier you, you sign up for gets you that. And uh, it's about to be the 20th episode uh, of that coming out. And <clears throat> you also get access. I've been, I've started to do this uh, these past couple weeks. I put up a uh, a video of me doing a reading for a story I got published in 34 Orchard Literary Magazine. Shouts out. They've been very cool. 
and uh, I did a reading that I, you know, I kind of did a little nice video production of it. Uh, that was up there. I did a, song, a never before heard, you know, played live John Wayne is Dead song acoustically uh, videos, all kinds of cool stuff I put up there because I'm really trying to make it worth it and i want to i don't want to let anybody down so check out my patreon even if you don't want to sign up for anything you can leave a one-time donation uh if you'd like to do that and i will for sure take care of you with something great um so anyway check out my patreon uh throw me a little bit of support if you can it's patreon.com slash john wayne is dead now like i said this week was not too too bad um you know like i've already uh declaratively stated i will refuse to let this get me down, um, this situation, and I will uh, just keep staying mentally tough and doing everything I can uh, to keep moving forward. <clears throat> and, and, you know, I, I don't want to get thrown off my path to my goals and stuff. I've, I've just, like, really been focused, uh, and, I, and I'm not going to let this throw me. So this week, let's see. You know, what was interesting this week was Tuesday – uh, was oh, f- fuck. First of all, what am I doing? Skipping over Monday. Four twenty, baby. It was four twenty last Monday when the episode came out. I recorded it the day before, but I hope everyone had an awesome four twenty that that celebrates out there. You know, oh, you know, Uncle Johnny was uh celebrating in full effect and form. What I did actually was yes, of course, I uh, you know, I, I don't need look. I don't need an excuse or a reason or a holiday or, or a fake holiday or a time of day to smoke weed. You know me. You know me, dog. I'm smoking weed all the time, whenever I want. I don't need some kind of special little cutesy. <laughs> look at me. It's four twelve. I better get high. No. Uh. Uh-uh. But uh, of course, I do celebrate because I am a, a, a professional. But to take it up a notch to a different kind of professional level, I just I, 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 I was sitting there in the morning. Uh, on 420, and I was, uh, you know, I'd taken the dogs for a walk, I'd done my card of the day thing, and I'm sitting here, I'm kind of writing, getting my, you know, my thoughts together, uh, I was journaling, actually, and I was like, you know what, I think I want to do some acid today, and it just so happened that, uh, like, you know, as I've been saying, you know, it's a buyer's market out there, they are uh, uh, certainly the uh, purveyors of uh, illicit substances are not hurting for work these days, but they've got a lot of stuff. So you could, it's it's awesome. So I, I know this person who had some and I gave them a nice little text. And, uh, you know, about an hour later, Uncle Johnny's sitting pretty with, uh, you know, I, I bought uh, four hits of some good acid and I took two of them uh, as soon as I got home and went back to writing. And, uh, you know, you realize like, oh, okay, I'm, this is a, uh, I think I'm tripping now. So, and it was good. It was fucking awesome. Uh, you know, super nice little body high and, and cool, like, uh, feeling. Like, I um, I actually, for the majority of the time, I was, for hours, I sat in the Library of Evil here and played my guitar, worked on songs um, for the band and, and stuff, uh, learning new covers, because hopefully I can get out and play some cover shows sometime to, you know, make a little money. But, uh, you know, it's interesting when you're on like a hallucinogen, um, it, it messes with your other senses. Like some things become so super in tune. Uh, some things are just get way blurry. You'll, you'll realize that you, you actually do hear things a little bit differently. Like shit's, it's weird. Um, like a year, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, Chris Jett and I played a John Wayne is Dead house show party uh, where... I got there and somebody gave me like uh, a couple grams of mushrooms, actually. So it's different from acid, I know. But it kind of does the same thing with your senses. And I remember like, oh, fuck yeah. And it's a party. It's a house party. So I ate those immediately. You know, there's like kegs. There's all kinds of beers. And we're play- we're set up like uh, kind of off of the living room in a little dining room area. So people could gather in the living room and see us. And we, we start playing. And, I, you know, I'm already I – was- I remember I was already feeling it. But it – um. I didn't fuck up once, I'll tell you that much, but it, you you just really have to be, you know, trust, really trust you know what you're doing because there was some points where my hearing was shifting all around. One point, uh, one point for most of a song, all I could hear was Chris hitting one of his toms, not even the snare. Like the snare, you, you think that's what you would hear majority because it's like crack, crack. No, I, for some reason, was tuned into a tom, like one of those rack toms. It's like, dunk, dunk. That's like the loudest thing I could hear, you know. Uh, but it was cool. But so I, you know, I did 
I took that acid. I smoked a bunch of weed, of course. Uh, drank some beers just to just to get the party started. And I basically played a bunch of music all day. Worked on a, a new song for John Wayne uh, is dead. And then speaking of that, I know I, I yes uh, last episode was talking about how Chris and I are uh, going to use this program called Jam Kazam, where you can uh, practice uh, virtually without the lag. And I got everything in. I finally got it all hooked up and ready. Uh, I got the cable. I got the adapter. Um, <clears throat> today should be the testing day for us. Just make sure and see if we can actually practice. So I will keep you updated with that. And, I'm, of course, I'll post it on my story and stuff, at John Wayne is Dead, if you want to follow my Instagram story. Uh, but, yeah, so so I got that all ready, too. So hopefully we can practice. But, yeah, so, so my 420 was pretty damn good. Um, and then... Tuesday, the next day, was also pretty good. Like I, I was saying, so Grown Up Story Time, it was the third Tuesday of the month, which is when Grown Up Story Time is typically held at Rudyard's. Um, <clears throat> uh, and you guys know I've talked about Grown Up Story Time all, you know, at, at all the time, uh, giving them, shouting them out. And uh, last month, the, the show was completely just canceled. So for March, you know, that was when things were still kind of like, what the fuck are we doing? Um, you know, we can't get together anymore so they just canceled the show but this month they went ahead and did um a live kind of virtual show on their live on their youtube channel and it was live but kind of kind of not live it because the um the story the readings were actually pre-recorded the people who read the stories did like a video of them reading it and sent it to them <clears throat> sent it to gus uh and you know the the wonderful ladies that run uh grown-up story time emily blair and brie they were live like on a, a Zoom or something that was coming through the YouTube channel, and then they would throw it to the video of the person reading after they introduced it, you know, and go back and forth. Uh, it worked really well. I thought it was pretty damn awesome. Um, you could be in the the you know the comments live while it's going on, so people could comment. People were saying hi to each other. People were laugh like putting like, "Oh my god, that part of you know." It was it was cool. It was very cool. I think that they did an excellent job putting that together, and um, they they uh, kind of alluded to they'll probably have to do it again like that for May May's show uh, because they don't think we'll be able to get back together in that great capacity. Uh, in the flesh yet by then but we'll see but it was awesome um i did have a story in there and it was read by uh the great the powerful the wonderful andrew love you guys know him you love him he's my uh neo benchy uh one of my partners in neo benchy in, in that he and i write those uh scripts for the frank and john wayne sketches but you know what actually no more no more frank and john wayne sketches will be at Neo Benchy or in the Neo Benchy shows moving forward. I think I talked about that, but it will go to live on its own YouTube channel, which we will put together whenever we uh, can do that. So um, that's in the in the in the works. But Andrew, you know, as you know, Andrew Love is a professional voice actor um, and uh, act also regular actor and awesome performer. So he read my story. It went last. It was about me and Nick. Uh, Nick P shouts out and one of our last adventures that we've had this year sadly because of we've been sidelined by this but when we were in atlanta in february uh also that story was about us on acid actually and it's, it was um 100 accurately true it's, it's it uh it was a funny situation andrew read it very well and it was very funny uh the cool thing about this now is it was live and we all watched it but now it's it's up there on the on their youtube page their YouTube channel, so you can go back and watch it. Like, I went back and watched some of it again just to catch some more, like, whatever, see if I missed anything. And uh, it's great. So you can go to the Grown Up Storytime Houston um, YouTube page and, and actually, you know, you can watch all the... There was four stories this time. It was a test. I think there's usually six stories. They maybe go back to six stories next time, but it was really cool. So you can actually check that out still. I mean, if you didn't get a chance to watch it live, it's it's still there and it's... Um, it's uh, very cool. All four great stories, well read, uh, great time. So if Grown Up Story Time has to go forward like that for a little while, I guess I'm all right with it. Um, just you know, I but you know, there's no substitute for the old days. There's never going to be a substitute for being at Rudyard's with everybody, and you know, and I know that. And another thing about the thing about Grown Up Story Time that I love so much, one of the things is uh, that. You know, those stories, 
it's a one and done. That performance is one and done. And uh, while while the they have you know they've been recording performances at Rudyard's and and been putting them on the YouTube channel, so you can go back and watch hundreds and hundreds of stories that have been done throughout the past ten years that they've done the or I don't know how many years many years that they've done this. Um, and you know it's cool, but there's just no there's just no substitute for that live in the moment and then it's done. There's not a, there's no encore there's no second act there's no and then we'll do this again next no it's done and that's kind of a cool thing about that when art exists like that that i i like because it's like well if you weren't there then you know whatever you can you can watch it or you can look at a picture of it but it's not gonna have that same uh energy but this this did this captured a, a good energy for me i was open to it i was in the comments yakking it up it was fun so that was a a very nice boost back uh to to me on tuesday <clears throat> another cool thing you know i've talked about how i've been skyping with people all over the place that i, I would normally be seeing uh within these past two months i would have seen um live and in person and we would have recorded a podcast together at whatever convention we were at but because we can't i've been using the skype uh to skype app to record um podcast with people and and you know we do the video so that i can see them because i i like that but i don't i'm not putting out the video yet i might release some of the video of of me talking with people on patreon but right now it's just it's just for the audio but it's just nice for the conversation to happen and this week i i got to talk to uh, a awesome guy fellow podcaster um Mr. Frank Edler, and you may know him as Mr. Frank from Bizong, the weird and bizarre fiction podcast. Uh, it, it, you know, and it was really cool. I wanted to talk to Mr. Frank for a while, so I'm glad we were able to get it together because I think I've been on Bizong, his his podcast, which you haven't checked it out. Do do check it out. Uh, he's got different indie authors on every single week. He's we're talking. I mean, he is plugged in to what's going on within the indie lit scene and talking to the people doing it. And it's, it's very informative and it's very cool to get to meet some, or, you know, learn more about some of these authors and, and artists that he has on there, <clears throat> which is why I was so like, all right, I'm going to get Mr. Frank on and now I'm going to ask the questions. And, uh, but it was fun. It was, it was very cool. You know, I, it, I think it was a, a, well, maybe a nice little change of pace for, him to, you know, just get to talk about what he's up to and answering his questions and, you know, an him answering questions. Uh, and it was great. It was great to talk to him. And it was a, a great, uh, you know, interview, I think interview conversation. We talked for over an hour and uh, it was awesome. Mr. Frank is great. Uh, it was great to connect with him and and to talk to him about how his podcast is going, you know, in all of this. He actually, you know, is in a, I, I don't know what Mr. Frank uh, day job is, but he's he's an essential worker of some kind because he was telling me he still has to go to work every day, and we so we got to talk a little bit about the difference in that, like just men mentally and and uh, how how you deal with that versus the people who aren't that don't have essential jobs. So he's living, you know, in his house. His wife and kids are home. They don't they don't leave, and he's he you know we were talking about just the differences with people. Uh, people's perception of this, people's reactions, people, everything. Like, it was very interesting. So you could check that out. Um, uh, it, it won't be out for a few more weeks on my Patreon because I've got these kind of scheduled out and um, just stacking them up. But, uh, you know, this week, this week's episode, you know, as, I, I, I'm, as I've done in the past, um, I've been putting, you know, excerpts from the interviews of the Patreon podcast here as I, I think it just fucking said that. Um, and I'm going to do that again this week. And we're going to... Um, We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, I will introduce that. But, uh, yeah, it was great to talk to Mr. Frank. And then um, then also this week, the, 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 the only other big thing to talk about is Uncle Johnny got a video game console. Now, I don't... It was it was lent to me uh, slash you know hey just use this as long you know till whenever type thing by a very good friend of mine who <clears throat> has a PS4 that he plays and this is, is gave me his Xbox 360. Um, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast and listening to the Patreon episodes, I've been talking about playing games and trying to find something to occupy my time. Not occupy my time, but 
something that I do where I'm able to shut my brain off because I that that's been something for me where I'm just working constantly. I'm always trying to keep going and I don't want to overdo it and burn myself out or anything like that. I don't want to go insane. So I just wanted a game of easy to play. Nothing nothing super complicated. Uh, I wanted a turn-based RPG to play because I remember those from when I was a kid and I like those. But he gives me this Xbox 360 and like 10 games with it, dude. And they're all pretty badass games. <clears throat> but I, uh, you know, just decided, you know, if I'm going to, I just, I don't want to get super in, into all this craziness of a bunch of games. I'm going to pick one and play that uh, until I'm done playing that one. So, your old Uncle Johnny, uh, I know this is like, welcome to the party, dude. 20 years late, but I'm playing uh, Diablo 3, which came with the system as well, and it's quite fun. I'm enjoying it, uh, building up my little wizard character and, and doing the quest, and so far, uh, I'm having a very good time with it, and, you know, I'm just playing it in about an hour here, you know, an hour there, not not super long things, because I, I can't, it's not even a matter of me being like, oh, I don't want to get too caught up and, and play too much. I, I just, I'll... I can't play it and that much because I lose interest and I'm finally like, man, I wish I could just save right here, but sometimes you got to go finish a quest. or I don't know, but hey, I'm playing Diablo 3 and it's great. I'm having a great time with that. So there there you go. So now I'm playing a game. I got a game to play, changing my whole uh, you know opinion on games. Been playing Smash Up with my wife, Katie, and uh, that's, going, that's going good. So yeah, so got got me a little game station here and we'll see how that progresses uh so as i mentioned earlier um i was uh, i'm gonna put an excerpt from this week's awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast in for you to check out here and this week's episode what a doozy um these two ladies i i love to death they are a part of my con family my horror family uh the greatest uh, support system, part of the supports out there. I've talked about them many times, but Ashley and Kira from uh, Hansia Co. They make uh, metaphysical jewelry and, um, you know, stones and different crystals that they, they do. And they are sisters and they are awesome. And this podcast was a lot of fun, but also super hard. Like having them on their energy is so high and they're all over the place and it was like herding cats sometimes but we had a great time and i'm gonna i'm gonna put a little bit of uh, ashley and kira in here for you guys to experience and uh so yeah so here we go just enjoy do you remember when you told me you wanted to punch me in the face you tell me you don't not remember this you said told john wayne you wanted to i punch i me. told you i would never say that yes no, I didn't. In Atlanta. Yes, you did. You were like, we were all in the lobby. And I think it was Saturday night. And I was going in and out with like Nick and our friend Jane. And you were just like, oh, I just want to punch your face. I want to punch your fucking face so hard. And I was like, why? I have a very punchable face, I guess. And you were like, oh, I'm going to punch your face. And <laughs> she was in a very bad mood Saturday night because of the balloons. This bitch told everyone to like throw balloons at my face and i i'm scared of balloons to be I fair don't like balloons, balloons? she's afraid of balloons because she doesn't like clowns um she doesn't like the the, the, the rubbery sound and then the pop but to be fair oh. the texture of a balloon to be fair this is coming so from balloons. somebody that has tortured me my entire life caused me to have phobias but i tell everybody to go up to her with a balloon and rub it on her head and she storms off upstairs like a little bitch I don't like. I have a fear of balloons. It's a real phobia. Oh, yeah? Why do I have a phobia of aliens? Tell them why, Ashley. Is it why? because you tortured me with an alien doll? And then years later, when I was over it, you found the alien doll on eBay and bought it and wrapped it up for me 20 years later. I Commitment did. to the bit. I like that. That's a long And day. I have it on recording. I got drunk and showed everybody when I remembered. Mm-hmm. That's good. Why do you still have it? Did you get that alien back? Yeah, you made... Yeah, and then she gave it to my ex-boyfriend to torture me with in bed. So, like, and this thing glowed in the dark. It was ugly as shit. And I kid you not, one time we were having sex, and he's like... Not me and her. No, not you. No, me and my ex. And he's like, I feel like I see someone watching us. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I just feel like I see someone watching us. And I was like, stop saying that. Like, like literally, we're, we're boning. 
And then you flipped me over, and all of a sudden I see something glowing. My contacts were out, so I'm like half fucking blind. And then he had had the alien doll behind my head under my pillow. So while I'm getting it, the fucking doll's right there in my face. Wait, he did that or she did that? He did, did that? that. Why would I be in the room while they're banging? So no, I mean, uh, maybe you set it up pre-bang, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no. a pre-bang set up. You got in there, snuck it in. After we have this breakup, she goes to me. It's like two weeks after we break up, I move out, and she has the audacity to be like, hey, can you go get the alien doll back? Because it was really expensive. It was. It's a collector's. Did you get it? I I made him put it outside so I could pull up and grab it so I wouldn't have to talk to him. Coronavirus, gotcha. Yeah. That's corona breakup. Corona breakup. How do you break up with someone during a quarantine? Be like, can you just set the things outside? And we'll talk through the window with a speaker. <laughs> I will look at you like this on the phone and be like, it's just not working. And then touch hands to the window. Just And, and set your things on fire, like a cleansing fire. And it's then you not pass, you. But... It's the virus. Not you. It's the COVID. That's Hashtag it. COVID-19. That's it. Hashtag don't eat bats. You're not Ozzy. You are Ozzy, though. He, he is not doing well now. And I, I still don't think it's the bat. But we're going to say it was the bat. That was like 30 years ago. It could have repercussions 40 right. years later. <laughs> that's bat. That's a bat cough right there, man. Yeah. It is. It's, it's Corona. Right now. I got it. She's got it. We're all going to die. We all got the Corona. Because, you know, Florida. Florida. Yeah. Well, yeah, you do live in Florida. Um, so are you guys making like a fuck ton of jewelry right now while you're chilling or, oh, or what's yeah. happening? Yeah, we're on, on a serious wrap bracelet trend because they take time. So it's something that, like, because, you know, it's like we typically make everything at the show. Um, whatever show that we're at, we'll do all the wire wrapping and beading there to pass time. People like live art and get custom corners. But, like, this is something that we cannot do at a show is the wrap bracelets because it's, like, the weaving and it's all this fucking space to get all your thread all the thread. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And you can't, like, set it down to talk to somebody and help them and go back to it because you'll forget what knot you were on so it has to be done here so yeah there's quarantine we've made like four <laughs> how long do they take to make <laughs> they only take like an hour like an hour to make one. Oh wow well don't push yourself too hard you know you don't want to burn out <laughs> so i understand we're gonna i understand have some time yeah because yeah the corona when do you guys think we'll, we'll we'll be able to be back out there? June. I think God, realistically, I so. conventions will start back up in June, but I don't they're think they're going to... They're still shooting for May. They're, they're saying May. Spooky is still shooting for May, but I don't think that you'll have a good convention until July, because I think that everyone's not going to have money from not working. Yeah. I mean, these stimulus checks are only going to go so far, probably just to cover the bare minimum for these people, if they even get a stimulus check. You know, so I don't yeah. think that like mine's going if, entirely to rent. Even if we we do get the go ahead and do spooky in May, there's a good chance you'll be lucky to make your booth back. Because you also have to take into account where it's at. So Orlando, you figure the demographic is let's say twenty two to like early forties, but you're in an entertainment town. You're cut Versal are all out of work. And then all the other types of entertainment industry, all the service industry, servers, bartenders, everything like that, because Orlando's such a service town. They're all out of work. So those people, you know, like for me, like I serve on the side when I'm home. I can't even go wait tables because it's closed. So like my backup isn't an option. I can't massage bodies. Can't keep social distance. Well, I mean, uh, you could still do those happy (laughs) endings on the side. I'm sure people allow those. Social distancing. We'll we'll pull full on Jewish girl through a sheet. Yeah. Dick is still through the hole. What are you talking about? Yeah, just touch the dick with a glove. Glove. Yeah, I'm talking like, or maybe you reach. You reach (laughs) through the um, uh, like the mail slot in the door and just grab and there's some, you know. Glory hole. Glory hole. I I don't do happy endings. Happy beginnings. Oh. Wait, what? That's uh. (laughs) You start off with the jerk off and then you massage him. Is the cum all over your hand while you do it? You rub it in as the lotion? I, there, there's no happy beginning or happy ending. I'm just kidding. Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> is, is he able to tattoo right now? Or no? Are they tattooing? 
Yeah, he's just not tattooing us. Yeah, the the tattoo industry like fell under the radar somehow, as between being essential or non-essential. Yeah. So it's not bad. Hopefully, they don't, you know, close them down. But a lot of shops are closed down because they're pussies. pussies. Fucking pussies. Uh, well, a tattoo shop is is probably cleaner than a doctor's office. Yeah, I've been I've been in them before. Have uh, you? A you couple times. Dozens. I thought they were temporary. The, oh these yeah, are, look at that. These are those those Halloween sleeves. I almost said these Christmas sleeves. These are those Halloween sleeves you put on when you're like, I'm a rock roller, you know, and uh, you want to be cool, or your fucking stupid uncle puts them on and like, look at me, huh? I'm like you, but Some I didn't guy. ruin my life, you know, Some or something like guy. that. <laughs> uh, so no. what about you? Are you writing all good stuff during this quarantine? I mean, I've I've been writing a bunch, uh, of course. Like, this is what I do all day anyway, if I'm not out on the road, is I sit here and, you know, write stories and smoke weed. But, like, at night, I can't play shows. I can't go to shows. I can't do comedy or anything here because that's all shut down. And then I'm, I can't do cons because those are all shut down. So I am writing a bunch. I did a logo for somebody uh, recently. Yes, today, maybe, I think I sent the final one in. Just drawing. But I'm, like, reading a fuck ton and trying not to go crazy. Playing a lot of guitar. How's it? How's your at-home life? What's that? Like, your at-home life. Your yeah. dog. Family. Yeah, it's good. Like, you know, we're fine. Like, uh, Katie, my wife, she works, she can work from home most of the time anyway. So her being here is fine. Like I'm back here in the library of evil where I do my, uh, spooky things. Uh, so yeah, it's, it, it's all good. Uh, I just, I just like miss people. Like I really like to talk to people and shit. And like, that's how I get charged up socially and, uh, not having that kind of sucks. We don't know what that's like. We despise talking to humans, except for the ones that we like. That's why it's so hard for us to make friends. But at the cons, like you have to talk to people at the tables. And you do you should have seen us at our first con. At our, at, well, I wouldn't say our first con. Before we did cons, we did like seafood festivals and like any type of like festival. beer festivals, any type of festivals that we could get into, um, farmers markets, uh, local art shows, and the like. Your snacks are so loud. <laughs> And like the first time we did it, it was like talking to people was so hard for us, like figuring out like what to say. And then it took us to get my hands dirty. I shouldn't eat them. You can, it's okay. No, my hands are going to get dirty. You wipe it on the couch like you always do. No, I don't wipe them on this couch. I, I wipe it on the tablecloth. I wipe them on your couch. You fucker. Yeah. Anyways, oh it took us a long time to figure out that people liked us for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't know why. And that we could just be ourselves. It wasn't like we had to give them a spiel. It was like I could just yell at Ashley for smashing my Barbie castle and people are so enamored with it because they identify with their older sister being a dick. Yeah. Well, that's uh, where you touched on it there. You could be yourself. I think uh, like having making genuine at, at these cons is what like it's really about. Like you can't necessarily put on airs and like look at me or whatever, you know, I like to, you know, if you're genuine with people, I think the response, like they, they know that. And it's, it's very responsive to that. I was saying that horror convention, it's a lot easier to identify with people. Cause we're all outcast. We were all outcast in middle school. We were all rejected the same way. Yeah. You know, cause like, it sounds really weird, but like, if you go to a comic convention, they hate up us. <laughs> they think we're the weirdos. <laughs> they think we're the weirdos. Dude. Don't even get me started on those Comic Con fucks. All right. They're the, they're more fucking. We go in with like love, like want to talk to everybody, and they like like the plague. You know, like like you, you can say I love Batman. They try to talk to you about an issue, and if you don't know it, like you're the asshole. But like you go to a horror convention, and somebody is like, "Have you ever seen this movie?" And you say no, they're like, "Oh my god, it's great! You should watch it." And they start telling you about it. Like they share their nerdum in a much happier, positive way. Whereas like Comic Con people, I think because. They were rejected in a different way in high school. They're like, how dare you be here? Because you weren't nice to me 20 years ago. <laughs> and it's like, well, everybody was mean to me. I mean, I guess you could break it down that way. Other, the other way you could look at it is just like, you know, this comic convention is full of nerds. Um, <laughs> nerds. We're nerds, though. Yeah, but we're like, it's a different thing I think we all have going on, quite honestly. 
We did uh, Wizard World. I, I've talked about this before uh, a few months ago with, in Austin with two other authors, and it was not very good. It wasn't like a huge con, but it wasn't very good for us where we just started making fun of people so that we could get into a fight and get kicked out. But uh, yeah, people kept being like walking by and like, I don't like horror. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not at a horror convention. I'm at a fucking comic convention, you know? Yeah. So, like, that was, uh, yeah. So, I don't, I don't, no, there, I do, I do another one, maybe, but fuck that. Yeah, I mean, there, we do well at them, but we're definitely cheesier with which ones that we do. Because we're at the point now that we we did a year of probably, I mean, this is like a lot to somebody, but about almost 30 cons, and it is a lot. Um, so that's when you come from South Florida. And you're talking about, like, we didn't do them for two months. We take off January and December. Right. Um, I don't know why it's backwards, December or January. But anyways. Um, the European now. Yeah. <laughs> but so but the dates. Like, that's all sandwiched into 10 months. So we tried a lot of conventions to see what we liked and what we didn't like. And, you know, we weeded it out pretty good. But the, the money's great. We're just not as happy. Our friends aren't there. Yeah. Because the horror community is a family. And it's, just, yeah. it's very you don't find that at a comic convention like even when we do megacon it's so funny to me the spooky empire people all band together like you'll find like we just kind of try to find each other i'm like okay so jason's here and rick's over here and we're, we're, where's joe i can't find him it's too big in here and we that's all what she have said to, like yeah that's what she said but it is funny to me like we all kind of have to like figure out where each other are because otherwise we'll go crazy yeah Absolutely. I absolutely agree. Um, He's sleepy. Ashley has pulled out a giant lizard of some kind. Um, He's so the... sleepy. That's an alligator. Is that a jub? Is that that's not an alligator? Not... No, Jeremy oh. calls it an alligator. He's a caiman brown iguana. His name's it... Morrison after the lizard king. Uh, I'd have named him Jub Jub after Jub Jub. Yep. Isn't he beautiful? He hates me. Beautiful, yes. He kisses at me. Do you guys see any alligators around oh, in, yeah. in real life? Yeah. For yeah. real? Yeah. That's terrifying. A lot. Where? In the A streets? Lot. Out in no. these streets? Um, no. Actually, when you drive along 95 past the canals, they're, they're, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And they then would chase you? go like on bike trails. Uh, they're, you can hear them like croaking. They go, and they're, they're hungry. Do you want more time? Can I record that making the ringtone? Okay, see, this is why you don't go riding bikes around, especially fucking trails. Well, who do you think you are? Johnny Trail Rider? There's fucking alligators right there. Oh, they're there's alligators them. everywhere. They're so cute and majestic. No, that's they're not right. So they're dinosaurs. Do, do you know what's so funny? We've lived in Florida my, my whole life, and most of Ashley's like, we moved to Florida, what, when you were two or three? I was like four or five. Nah. Anyways. Yeah. No. But regardless, yeah. but she, we're Floridians. Yeah. And for her birthday, do you know what this girl wanted to do for her birthday? Living in Florida her whole life. Swimming with the sharks? She wanted to go see alligators. What a nerd. All right, there you go. There's a little bit of Ashley and Kira from Hansia Co. Check them out. H-A-N-C-I-O is how you spell that. They have a Facebook page and, a, and an Instagram page where you can uh, virtual store and all that. Check them out. Um, and if you want to hear the full uh, grandiose party of an episode that was, just uh, go check out the old Patreon. Patreon.com slash John When He's Dead. Any tier gets you access to the weekly Awesome Dude for Life boner bonus podcast each week and all the, the past episodes and all the videos and stuff that I put up there. Ugh, it's all good. So, uh, like I said, that was a fun episode. So, uh, I think we'll move right along to our uh, three-card tarot reading of the week. Uh, as you know or do not know, I, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself every week where I just write down my thoughts and everything that's going on with me and then kind of just... Uh, look at the cards and get a fresh perspective based on what they kind of have to say. Uh, and I just, I also do a card of the day reading. If you're into stuff like that on my Instagram every single morning at John Wayne is dead on my Instagram. So you can check that out. And then it goes right over to my YouTube page, the John Wayne is dead YouTube page. So this week things are going on. In my mind is, you know, 
what's on my mind is this being mentally tough. I've been talking about it. I've been talking about it to different people. I think I talked about it a couple episodes. Staying mentally tough. This, this thing is hard. Every, I've had more things canceled this week too. I didn't want to bring that up, but you know, Killer Con, it's done. Canceled. Not even going to happen this year. Um, and that's at the, that was at the fucking end of August. So that to me is like, well, you know, there's some other things that are still supposed to happen over the summer, but who the fuck knows? So, you know, I don't want to get on that, but being mentally tough through all that, uh, staying motivated, of course, just, you know, keeping myself motivated, keeping projects going, keeping myself, you know, entertained in them and challenging myself with them, uh, staying positive, of course, of course, staying positive, um, adaptable, you know, this is, you know, some things I think are going to go back to some semblance of the way they were, semblance of the way they were, some things are going to change completely, and there's going to be a lot of uh, adapting and a learning curve there for everyone, I think. I want to already keep my mind open and think, you know, in that kind of frame of mind to ready, to be ready to adapt, um, and to be clever, clever with everything. You got to be clever now with whatever you're doing. Um, it's, it's definitely important. Um, so in that, I mean, you know, the podcast, social media, whatever, you know, everything that you're doing to kind of keep like, this is my career. So everything I'm doing to keep my career going, like be clever in that, because that's what it's going to take right now. And that kind of goes with the adaptable thing, I think is, you know, got to cleverly adapt to these new things that are going on. So here we go. First card I got was the seven of swords reversed. Now, this card, um, this is a card of imposter syndrome, self-defeat, and shh, keeping secrets. So this is this card says uh, you may be suffering from imposter syndrome and doubt you should be doing what you're doing. But this is fear and trust that you have what it takes uh, to be a success. Now, <clears throat> that imposter syndrome thing is, it's like uh, this is saying you get some things going, you know, you get some things rolling for yourself, and it feels too good to be true for you. you. You don't think that, you know, this should be happening to you because you, for some reason, you don't deserve this. It's it's just, a, that's what imposter syndrome does, fucks with you like that. But you got to realize, like, you do, you know, you do deserve, you know how I've kind of gotten over this in a way where I feel like, why? Why should I feel that way? Because the people that I'm that I'm talking to, that I look up to, that I, I think have this kind of clout and, and whatever, you know, they're just, they're just like me. They're just people. What's the fucking, you know, why, why not, why can't it be me that's achieving this or doing this, you know? And that's kind of helped me with, you know, not getting into the mindset of an an imposter syndrome. Like, I don't think I really deserve this because I think I do, bitches. Um, I was talking to myself. I'm the bitch. All right. Uh, also (laughs) you might, this card says you might be trying to fool yourself. Um, but it's time to get real and confront your situation head on. So like fool yourself in that something's really bugging you and you're like, that doesn't bother me. I'm over it. You know, you tell yourself that, but it's not really true. Or, you know, um, there's a, a, a conflict between you and somebody else and you're just fooling yourself about that. Like, I don't give a, doesn't bother me doesn't bother me and it in all that time that denial pushing it down that's just uh you know it it really makes things worse and it's so that's why it's best to confront these things head on you know i find that i i like to handle conflicts like that uh as quickly as possible with people so that i don't have to think about it i don't have to harbor like that in my mind um or start going down a road of, of I'm trying to fool myself about it. You know, it's just best to just do it. Just It gets easier the more you kind of confront conflict in that way. It, it gets easier. I know some people are probably like, well, fuck that. I'd rather just forget about it and try to fool myself. But no, you can do it. It gets easier to confront those things. Um, also, you might be keeping a secret. And this is bringing stress and guilt and shame to you. But... You need to free yourself from these negative emotions by forgiving yourself and confiding in someone you trust. So this can be any kind of secret. It doesn't have to be something like, I killed a guy or, you know, some kind of infidelity or anything. It can be, uh, 
really literally anything, honestly, uh, because different things affect people differently mentally, and, and so that's why it's hard to necessarily say it's one or or even a couple of things that can cause this kind of uh, feeling from a secret, but whatever it is, whatever it may be, however it's affecting you, you know, forgiving yourself is very important because we are just human. We react certain ways. We are emotional, whatever. You have to be like, okay, you have to forgive yourself. And then, you know, if confide in someone you trust, it's going to feel better just to say it out loud and just be like, look, and that's going to help you forgive yourself too. If they, they forgive you, whatever, you know, this is just, um, Again, this kind of is like it goes along with you're trying to fool yourself type of thing, trying to keep a secret. These are all these are all things that really hamper you mentally and uh, emotionally as well. And and they will can get you like knocked off your path. They can get you demotivated. You can be uh, fall spiral off in depression. And these are all things that are happening right now because of this situation to people. That's why I'm very you know trying to be very much like. You know, let's stay mentally strong. Let's do these things so we don't bog our mind down with more bullshit. You know what I mean? Next card, Knight of Swords. I like this. This is a great card. This is a, uh, <clears throat> ambic ambitious, action-oriented card. Uh, driven to succeed. Fast thinking. This card says you're highly motivated. You'll stop, stop at nothing to achieve your dreams and are unfazed by challenges and obstacles on the way because you know where you want to go. So, it, that... Reading that, it sounds like, oh, hell yeah, man. But there's a lot of work involved in that. You're, you're motivated, and you will stop at nothing to achieve your dreams. It's, you're unfazed by the challenges, but that mean, you know, there's going to be challenges. And the fact that you're unfazed by them doesn't mean that you get to blow by them or anything like that. You still go through these challenges. You still go through these obstacles, but you're so mentally tough and driven to get there that you will endure all of those obstacles, take the lesson, and keep moving. In other words, it's not going to deter your uh, path or slow your uh, forward momentum just because you hit the snag. Um, the thing about this this kind of uh, energy that this car talks about is you're someone who acts first without a plan. You run on this high energy that propels you forward and, and inspires you uh, into action. And that's great. You know, it everyone is can kind of get behind that gung-ho like let's do it sometimes um we'll figure it out man and and sometimes that's okay but we'll see where this is going to come back to kind of tell you uh, how a good plan can uh help with that um i like this you're the creator of your future do it uh don't wait for it to happen go out and get it so I, I say that a lot. Creator, creator of your future. I know that Blackcraft Cult used that, uh, uses that currently even today as their slogan for their clothing line. But it's, you know, they didn't invent that. It's you know, creating your own future is, you know, it's um, in tarot a lot. You know, it's in things like the, you know, if you practice magic or chaos magic, they talk about the creation of your own future, building your life. Uh, creating the ideal life that you want for yourself and, and how, you know, very, like, a lot of work involved in this stuff. But, you know, you are the creator of your future. And I this part is where I'm like, you know what? You're not going to be sitting there playing your fucking song in a, you know, bumfuck nowhere club with two people and somebody's going to be in the back. And you got the goods. Let's go to Hollywood. That that shit does not happen anymore. If if it ever even did, um, you got to go out and get what you want. You got to research the path and 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 get advice and study what you know how it works and then go do it. Nothing's nothing's gonna nobody's coming to get you and and say it's your turn. I'm sorry, like that's just not gonna happen. You have to go out and get what you want in that way. Um, you know, find out what you have to do and do it. Um, all, okay, so here's where it is. Sometimes a little planning goes a long way. So, you know, you've got this action, you're ready to go, you're pumped, and we can figure it out as we go, and then you go, and you're like, oh, man, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, I don't really like that. So you kind of learn how, ah, well, we could have avoided this if, if the plan, you know, if we looked at this before we jumped in the car and started driving. Um, 
you know, so so don't underestimate a good plan uh, as well. And don't think that because you, you want to put at least a semblance of a plan together that it's taking away from you being a, you know, sp- spontaneous, action-driven person. You know, you've got to, uh, you know, take that into consideration, that planning. So last card, Ten of Wands. This is a card of burden, extra responsibilities, hard work, and completion. So this card says you're working harder. Uh, okay, so you, you may be working harder right now. Like something about your workload, something about your uh, whatever you're trying to achieve. You're hit, you hit this patch of extra, more, harder, whatever kind of work. Um, but you know that this is temporary because it's just one of the, the things along the way on your path. Um, so, you know, you know, it's temporary and you will continue. It's going to move you closer to your goal. So you're not deterred by that, that, uh, difficult period. You know, it's temporary. You know, that on the other side lies your success. So you're willing to get in there for that short term and work extra or whatever it may be. Um, completion, the end is in sight. Uh, you might be exhausted, but it's all going to be worth it when you complete the task. Like I said, you get to the other side of that, um, you may just drop drop down from exhaustion and, and really be kind of tired, but you'll have some time to collect yourself, pick, put yourself back together, and be like, whew, I'm glad I'm through that. Now let's slide down the hill into fanciful merriment. Um, you know, you know, it's going to be worth it. So if you're thinking about quitting halfway, just don't. You're going you're gonna to do it. Um, also, so when... This card also deals with when, you know, someone is working super hard. You're working, you get to another level uh, of success or, or whatever, the next rung in the ladder. And y- y- you have to keep working um, hard, but even harder, because now you're trying to go up a level and maintain where you are as well, where you moved up to. And this can, this can, be, um, this can be tough for a lot of people because you want to try to do everything on your own. But it's important in situations like this to learn how to delegate some responsibility off to people um, or or in some way. You can't do – if this is a business, whatever it is, you can't do everything all the time. Um, this was something that I, I think I've used this example when I was a shift supervisor at Starbucks. They would talk about this where you know it would happen common, but I did it all the time where I would just – do a lot of the prep stuff by myself rather than having baristas and stuff do it just because I knew that I was going to do it right and I, the way I wanted it done. And uh, the bad thing about that is that it, it, it takes me away from other duties. I don't have to stay longer, you know, that, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, this is saying same thing. You're going to burn yourself out. You know, if you don't delegate some of this stuff, you're going to get tired of it. You're, you're going to be so done and it's not even going to be fun anymore. It's going to be 100% work and and it's going to be a a work that you don't want to do because you've lost all the joy from it is gone so think about that don't overdo it yourself don't be hard on yourself don't overdo it and uh you know delegate you got this so that was our reading this week i i got something out of that i hope you did as well um if you're into more things like that check out my card of the day reading on my instagram at john wayne is dead every single morning or my youtube page john wayne is dead youtube page so get into our story this week this is a story uh maybe better suited for a 420 type story but i completely didn't think about it till uh a couple days ago actually so um so what this is a story about getting high with some people and having a really good time so, but but an interesting time. And uh, we're, we'll call this story Mr. Joey Primo. So, the, I tried to put a, put a hard kind of time period on this story, but the best I can approximate, and I believe I'm, I believe I'm right or I'm, I'm like six months off or so, but I believe this to be the summer after uh, I graduated from high school. So my after my senior year, so I'm 18, you know, uh, I am 16 going on 17. No, um, 18. I'm about to go to Sam Houston State University um, at the end of that summer. And 
I'm still, you know, palling around like a bunch of pallies uh, with my with my friends and stuff. And it's kind of like, you know, those summer nights or that time. It's like there's no curfew. There's no school days. You just do whatever. You're out every night doing something, uh, getting into some kind of trouble or something like that. And this was, you know, one of those classic kind of uh, your parents had had some friends where their parents were like out of town you know but they weren't just out of town for the weekend or something like that they they were on like a a two-week vacation like at a resort or something like that so you know of course they leave the kids home now and these aren't like kids right this the the oldest brother was you know maybe two years older than us uh, than me and then the younger brother was maybe you know, a year younger than whatever it was, you know, right. We're all around the same age. We're like adults. It's not like they left their like fucking little kids at home. So, you know, <clears throat> so of course it's, it's like an every, every day hang or every night quasi party situation, uh, at their house, just while their parents were gone. This just how it was. And I don't mean like every night was a raging party. I mean, it's like, I don't even think they had a raging party. It was, it was maybe like, you know, think of, think like dorm life, your col or not dorm, or if you lived in an apartment in college or something like that, where it's just, you know, it, it's nothing to have like six or seven friends come over and you're like playing your Nintendo or drink a beer or what, whatever. It was that kind of hang, right? But, you know, we're still kind of young, so we don't have access to a lot of stuff, but, you know, we did have access to weed, which we smoked. And, uh, I think they had, be- we had beer somehow because we did, play a bunch of uh drinking games there with um like card games i think the first time i ever learned how to play presidents and assholes was at one of the nights at that house hanging out with them and um that's a card game i i don't even remember really all the rules but it it can get there's so many rules that get added to that game just look it up you'll definitely just be wasted if you want to do that game but we would just be drinking like Bud Light, Miller Light, just whatever, cheap light beer, whatever, you know, whoever's older brother could get us, whatever type of situation. So, one of these nights, we're, we're over there, and we, you know, uh, the guy who lives there, one of the guys who lives there, we'll just call him Michael, says, you know, hey, we're gonna, you know, get to, we're about to go smoke out in the backyard. It's evening, the sun has gone down. And he, there's uh, myself, um, the Monsignor, who will be re- remains nameless as the Monsignor, and maybe like two other dudes, right? So this guy, Michael, gets this, uh, we go on the back patio, and he has, a, he has a steamroller. Now, what a steamroller is, if you don't know, uh, for those who aren't smokers, it's like, picture, it's just like a length of tube, just straight. And, you know, on one, you know, just open and on one end, you know, you put your mouth and the other hand, you put your hand and the bowl is on top, you know, screwed in there. So you suck in with your hand on the end and then you put, take your hand off. That's like the carb and you suck in the hit. Right. So he has this steamroller and it, but instead of it being a straight piece of tube, it's like, like, a jagged, like, like, a, almost like an M, you know, like, doom, 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 doom. And uh, he said it was, its name was Joey. That's another thing that, like, in weed culture, people will name their pipes and bongs and all that kind of stuff, just in case you don't, if you don't know what that is out there, if you're not a smoker. Um, <clears throat> happens all the time. Uh, I have the Green Lantern uh, still to this day, going strong here at, here at Wayne Manor. And, uh, you know, this was his steamroller he named Joey. I have no idea why, but whatever. But what he did was he put ice cubes into the steamroller at all of the the da- like you know because it's like an m-shaped type thing so there was like four ice cubes in each little divide like where the slants were sorry i'm like <clears throat> this grandpappy's medicine is all over me so um he's loading up some weed and and these guys would get good weed even back you know, this is years ago, and we could only hope to get, you know, Reggie, and that was all we got. And and you know, this is way before good weed became super prevalent and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but they had good weed quite a bit, so he's loading it. So we already know we're gonna get really nice and high from this good weed. Um, 
And, oh, and the reason they put the ice cubes in there is it just it cools the smoke, so it's not as harsh when you when you take the hit. So if you take a nice big hit, it goes in, and you're not gonna lose your mind coughing because uh, it's it's not as harsh. So we're passing this thing around. We kill the bull. We kill another bull, and I I start noticing that I'm high, and not only am I high, but like I can't stop laughing at anything. Not like. You could say boo, and I was just laughing, and and it becomes infectious because we're all kind of now we're all getting high and we're kind of ripping on each other and making jokes and all this kind of stuff. We smoke the third bowl, and we uh, we're done with that. We go inside, and um, it is like obvious that we're fucking high as hell. Like cannot stop laughing. There's whatever five or six of us in the living room sitting there. <clears throat> and laughing at nothing there is no tv on there's no music playing we just come in and sit down and start laughing and we can't we're like what the fuck is so funny and we stop laughing and then somebody would go and then we'd all just start laughing again Un- uncontrollable this went on for a while you know like longer than it should have even even in high people time I think for at least 15 or 20 minutes, all we did was sit there and laugh. And I was like, man, how are we so, how come I can't stop laughing? Like, I've, I've been high before. What is what is going on? Uh, after that, you know, all this laughing, that kind of dies down. The Monsignor starts, he starts saying, like, he can only see in red and blue. And we can't figure out what he's doing. And he keeps running to the window to look out at his car because he think, keeps thinking he hears the fucking car alarm going off. And we're just dying laughing at this even. Uh, and we're laughing so fucking hard. And uh, we finally get it kind of tamped down because they put Scarface on. And that was the first time I'd ever watched Scarface, um, the, that movie in my life, from top to bottom. That's a long-ass movie. And we were just high. And I remember just being super high the whole time. It's like, man, this is nuts. What the fuck is going on? So... We're going, uh, oh, so anyway, we watched Scarface, right? And that's like the end of the evening because it gets to be super ass late. You know, Monsignor's red and blue in it still. He had to stay there. His car alarm's going, I, you know, I live close. I go home and uh, whatever, go to sleep. Next day, same thing. In the evening, we head over there to the house. I meet the Monsignor over there. And we start talking about how it was so funny. We couldn't stop laughing and what was what was going on. And Michael says, uh, well, I didn't tell you guys this last night, but that was Primo y'all smoked. I'm like, Primo, what's that the na- is that the name of the weed that we had? And he's like, No, no, no. Primo is a uh, when you you know, is weed with cocaine sprinkled in it. And I was like, what? And I think the Monsignor was like, what? You had us do what? I, I think he might have been a little more upset. I, I And I was like, whoa. And he was like, yeah, that's why we were laughing so hard. It had to have been. And uh, and then we just laughed some more about it. And um, and we smoked some more. It wasn't any more of that Primo that night. But that was the only time he had that. But, but that's why he said he kept loading the bowl, the bowl up because he was just trying to get rid of it all. And, man, we smoked it. We did smoke it all, and uh, what a time it was. Uh, you know, that might not be for everybody, I, I would say, but, you know, if you, you know what? If you haven't seen Scarface before, I recommend that that is when you should do it, and um, I sign off on that to this day. <laughs> All right, there you go. What a time, huh? Uh, the days of youth. We're smoking Primo and not even knowing what we're doing. Nowadays, you got to go around and ask for that. And a rusty trombone to boot. Well, thank you guys again for joining me for another uh, episode. I hope that everyone stays well out there and happy and healthy and mentally tough like we talked about. Um, if you would like to check out some more of the things I do, go over to johnwayneisdead.com. Um, don't even worry about the show's page. Those dates are all fucked up. So I'm gonna have to, I don't even know what's happening. Just keep, stay tuned for that, for my, my dates coming up. But you can go to the shop page at johnwinisdead.com and, and all of my books are in stock there right now. 
and you can get a book. You can get uh, w- one of the new metal bookmarks that I have, John Wayne is Dead record, T-shirts, all kinds of stuff. And I will, of course, send you little extra goodies. Uh, and I, I appreciate you so much. All of my books are on Amazon and Kindle. So if you guys are looking for something new to read, you got your Kindle, go ahead and grab one of Uncle Johnny's books while you're at it. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a nice thing to do. And... Um, Go ahead and check out everything I do at johnwayneisdead.com and uh, my Patreon at patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead where you'll get the new awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast and all kinds of other great stuff when you help me out. And uh, follow me at johnwayneisdead on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate everything. And uh, I will see you next week. Take care and primo virao.